this is Grant Harrison from the Water Boys here with Tyler Newsom. Tyler, what about the water? Now that's some high quality H2O right there. Season 3, Episode 6, coming at you right about now. We're going to go into some baseball talk, some hockey talk, some NFL talk that I'm not excited about because my Chiefs just lost 10 minutes before the recording of this episode. Um, I hate Josh Allen and Vaughn Miller, but we'll get to that in the third part of this intro here. Um, right now, let's talk about a fantastic playoff round in baseball. Got amazing that, headlines, yeah. amazing upsets. Fantastic if you're a Cinderella story fan, but not fantastic if you're a 100-team winning NL team. Yeah, the uh, Dodgers win this team in baseball. 111 and 51 was their regular season record, and they go down 3-1. Don't even win two games. Don't force a game five. They go down 3-1 to the San Diego Padres. Like Fernando Tatisless. San Diego Padres. Yeah, I think we need to give the shout out to Chris Cool, don't we, Justin? Yeah, congratulations, Chris Cool. That's all you get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gonna give him more credit. <laughs> no, um, Chris. he's been calling this one since May. So, yeah, Dodgers die or Padres win? I he mean, Dodgers win. die because no, he was calling Padres win. He didn't know it would be a Dodgers. No, no, I mean, no. I'm I talking about last night, like the Dodgers. Yes, he was calling that. Yeah. The Dodgers. Comebacks, yeah. comebacks have been the theme of this postseason. Yeah, but Dodgers gave it away, man. Like, <sighs> there's, there's no doubt about that. But like, that's what I mean when I say comebacks have been the theme of this postseason. Mariners come back on the Jays. San Diego comes back on the Dodgers. Uh, Phillies came back on Atlanta once, I do believe. Yeah, they did. yeah. And came back on New York. Yeah, yeah. It's been comeback kid stories, comeback kid yeah. season. Where the wild card was pretty much all sweeps, yeah. except for one. This one's pretty much all comebacks, except for one. I well, think. that's honestly, people seem to be shocked about. Okay, do we want to go series by series, or are we just going willy nilly here? We're just going this current series here. Okay, current series. So we're talking. I am very surprised to see the Dodgers go down the way they did. I think with the caliber, with the payroll, you don't expect a team at least not to force a Game 5 in that scenario. But all credit to the Padres, a team that caught fire. This, Like I said, this, this postseason has been comeback kid stories and teams that are catching fire at the perfect time. Yeah, I mean, talk about the Phillies. The city of Philadelphia has got to be happy right now with the Eagles and the Phillies. <laughs> Talking about the hardest I mean, fan base to play for. They were, what, like 75 and 50-something coming out of the regular season? I don't know if those numbers even make sense. No. No. no they're no. like 40 games short of a regular season. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> they weren't great coming out of the regular season. They weren't great and, all season long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And they've come up and pulled off some amazing things in the playoffs, especially against the Braves. Yeah, no, 100%. No one expected them to score the way they did. They were up 6-1 at one point in game one. They won 7-3 another game. Like, yeah, yeah, no one, no eight, doubt. 9-3 in one game. 9-3 was the finale in one game. Like, no one saw... Probably, no one took the Phillies as anything but an underdog going into this series. But no one took the Phillies to score the way they were going to. I really thought Cardinals were going to whoop them. Oh, yeah. And then I thought Cardinals would be a sleeper in the playoffs. But now they're out because of some scrap team out of Philadelphia. 
made up of names I haven't really heard Shwama. of. I mean, yeah, they they like they have a lot of big no, they have a lot of big names. I know they've they, a lot of old names. <laughs> like, like yeah, and yeah. then so they beat the Cardinals and then they played the Braves. Yeah, um, the Braves on the other hand were another hundred team win. In the regular season, defending World Series champions, and defending World Series champions, new new players though, lost Freddie. Yeah, they got Matt Olson. Olson. Yeah. So, I think I was expecting Atlanta to maybe repeat. To be honest with you, no, Atlanta was repeating because they had a pretty good regular season. They had a solid. They, I they wasn't came back hard in the end. To lose to Philly, I'll tell you that much. I like I said though, Philadelphia. Okay, regular season at best. They were under the radar. They just they were fighting to get in the playoffs the entire time. The Brewers were only two games back at the end of the season, I believe. And yeah, they were fighting. They were scratching claw to finally cement that postseason appearance. And they got there. And they they're a team that's caught fire. Yep. Harper's hitting going. Right. So are we gonna see the second New York team fall, or are we gonna see? I would so love that for the Yankees and uh, um, Houston. I'll put it this way. Cleveland shouldn't win. Will they? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm saying yes. I mean, we'll find out here about Yankees two hours. Yankees look like they're stumbling at the 99-yard line. Like they do every Third year. Third baseline, I should yeah. say. Like they do every <laughs> season. Yeah. They're such a dominant team, and they do this every year. So, like, I don't understand what people say. Yankees are such a winning team. Oh my god, I hate them. They win all this time. They it's never until October. They never win, man. Like they They don't win when it matters. They don't win when it matters. Yeah. That's what's important. Like you, you just you can't say the Yankees are the one of the best teams in the league right now because they can't finish the job. Aaron Judge literally had a four strikeout game. Yeah. Yeah, after his such like he was MVP most people's unanimous MVP for this season for the AL. And he had a four strikeout game against Cleveland. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. In their first, like it's not even like they were not rested. No. Yeah. No, this is their first series they've had to play this postseason. They didn't have to touch wild card. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you look at the next series, and the final series, and to be honest with you guys, it looked like the Mariners were gonna be a surprise team that we're gonna keep rolling. Yes. And got swept up. Till they ran into the Houston Astros. No, not even that. Till they ran in the bottom of the ninth. Yep. Lost in the comeback. I'm Robbie Ray home. serving up an absolute nuke yeah, in game for, one. That was for, beautiful. For, first batter, I think. Yeah, first batter, first pitch. It was 7 5, and then Jordan Alvarez hit yeah, the three Jordan, run shot to win it. Yeah, eight, but seven, I think yeah. it was Robbie Ray's first pitch. They just put him in the game. Served up an absolute nuke shot. Um, But. Up until that moment, the Mariners were in control of the Astros. And then from that moment forward, the Astros just laid a spanking on them. Yeah. Also, shout out to anyone who watched it, the entirety of that Astros and Mariners final game. Longest game in postseason history. Went 18 innings, one nothing. Didn't There wasn't a run to the 18th inning. That's the worst. Like, it's it's not even in- nine innings is enough for baseball. <laughs> they went. They did two full MLB games. Yeah, do you think like that's entertaining? Um, there might have been a few good pitchers duel moments, and your heart was probably almost in heart attack mode. But would you rather a zero zero game intense in the eighteenth inning or like a 
six six or I would five five game or whatever. I think if it's getting to the eighteenth inning, you're like, please God, just someone end this already. <laughs> like, you just want to go home. It literally, especially if it's zero zero. If it's I one mean, one or two two, you're thinking, okay, like this has been a good. We saw a little bit of run production. Yeah, but you're like, also, there's no entertainment. You're also thinking from the other side, like if you lose that eighteenth inning game, like you are so upset. Because you just endured probably six hours of baseball to be disappointed in the end. Yeah, like it's yeah. ridiculous. I, I I would feel for those guys. Yeah. Also talking about a player who absolutely ate poop in the postseason, Robbie Ray. He, yeah. four, he was four well, runs I mean, against he, the Jays, serves he, up the nuke in the first against the Astros. He was known as a home run giver-upper this year. Just let a lot, a lot of bombs go this year. I would say he had a decent year. I'm not gonna lie, but he, was, like, he had a three something. He was like in the mid threes. Yeah. Era, yeah, and so he wasn't bad, but no. he just he threw a lot of home run pitches this year. Unfortunately, I mean not unfortunately, but <laughs> so do we think? Now, I think we'll go into, if I'm not wrong, World Series series by the time the next episode airs. Uh, the ALCS. Um, probably well, not. That'll, that'll be starting soon. But that, by the time our next episode airs after that. No, ALCS will be ALCS. Okay. But it'll, it'll, be, anyway. it'll be close to getting the road series. You're right, you're right. Anyway, let's throw a prediction out. Let's say... Astros and hmm. Phillies. Astros and Phillies in the World Series? Yeah. I'm saying Astros and uh, San Diego. I don't think Philly can keep up that heat for that long because they've been throwing down some bombs. Philly? I, I'm agreeing with Justin here. I'm taking Phillies in the NL. I just I like the way they're playing right now. I feel like they got a bit more star power if they stay hot. Reality Muto is playing really good. Harper's playing really good right now. You don't like Machado? I do like Machado. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't pronounce his name until like 10 minutes before this episode. <laughs> I uh, it it was so bad in fact I didn't know who he was talking about. <laughs> no, but uh, I like Machado. Musgrove's been pitching on Real. I think it's probably gonna be one of the best series we've seen all playoffs. I just think Philly's playing. Real Muto's hot. Harper's hot. Uh, I just think that they're Nola's hot as well right now. Schwarber can hit bombs when he wants to. Forty home run hitter in the regular season. He's just, good. He's definitely good. He's good. I just I like Philly's lineup a bit better than I like a Fernando Tatisless San Diego Padres. And then Astros, for sure, right now, making another World Series appearance. If the Yankees end up facing them, I'd, I'd still, still go Astros. I'd still favor the Astros a little bit, but I think the Yankees, if they can get past Cleveland and come back a bit, I think they'll have some momentum, and that'll be an interesting series. Yeah. Both NLCS and ALCS are going to be interesting. All right, so staying on the Philly train, I want to talk about the Flyers, because I kind of like them this year. I kind of like them, too. And... It's kind of a nothing-to-lose-everything-to-prove season for him. I, I wouldn't say that for the team. I would say that for Carter Hart. Yeah. The team as well. Philly fans are getting fed up because they're supposed to be good every year. And torts, they miss the playoffs. Torts is... I love John Tortorella. Torts is already torts. ripped. <laughs> I, they already ripped Philly him. a new one. Like, What did he say? They asked him... Day before the season, are, are, you, are you guys ready for the season? No. <laughs> we're not anywhere close to being ready well, for the season. Well, it was like season. two weeks out, and they were like, yeah, we're not touching the ice until the locker room gets fixed. 
Yeah. yeah. So, like... But, I mean, it's a long season. I think they can pull through whatever they're struggling with. You know, it's way, 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 way too early right now. Oh, but they're yeah. undefeated. It's, it's, they're undefeated. I love... Torts is... Yeah. Torts I, is definitely a help. I love Torts. Kind of my street. favorite coach in the NHL. Won the Cup of Brad. Like... I just I love torts. I have Pro Rob and Carter Hart in my fantasy. Like I'm, I can join you on that Philly train right now. Yeah. Well, you guys like the Avs, don't you? I mean. Or what do you think about them? Because I mean, I think they're the best team in the NHL. You get the hangover year though. They're yeah. not. They're not in a hangover year. They're oh, not. You're, in a you're predicting it already though. Like, I'm, what? I'm, Big playoff push for them or what? Back to back. Yeah, back to back. You're. Calling it back to back right I'll now. I'll call back to back right now. We'll throw it eight months later. Thank you. Back to back four. Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche. Nathan McKinnon wins Con Smite this time. Bookmark this episode. Like and subscribe. Not happening. <laughs> Not Why? happening. They lost Darcy Kemper. They have two big question marks. They didn't the lose day. Darcy Kemper. Let's get that clear. Darcy Kemper was pretty good for them in the playoffs. No, he wasn't. He was you, garbage yeah. in the playoffs. He, he was, was garbage in the playoffs. Was the, only reason, the only he was reason they won that... He wasn't the best goal in the league, the but he wasn't reason, bad. The only reason they won was because of how good of a defensive core they had. That, I'm not arguing with that, but Darcy Kemper's not as bad as you make him sound. I don't th- he's a mid-pack goalie. He was like a 9-15 save percentage, I think, through the playoffs. No. I will say this, just on the side here. Did you guys see that ring ceremony for him? That was awesome. Yes. That made my heart flutter. When they opened up the ring box and they played the like winning montage, Avalanche oh, does yeah. it. Avalanche wins it. Yeah, it was a pretty cool moment. Oh yeah, I, I'll be honest, like a little choked up, almost as choked up as like hearing the Harry Carey recreation of calling the World Series. But anyway, you uh, no, you're definitely right there. It's one of those sports moments that just gives you goosebumps. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I love those too. Now, so to go back to our debate because this is just crazy, um, they did not lose. Darcy Kemper. You can't they tell me the France. You can't tell me France Suze is an upgrade, and like your game is proven. Yes. I don't think that the way this league is right now, we're not going to see a back to back change for a bit. France Suze is not a Kemper. No. Not yet. No, France Suze isn't their starter. France Suze and Georgiev, they're. Georgiev kinda, is their starter. They're kind of tandeming right now, though. Well, because Georgiev was playing behind Shosturkin. So he doesn't have the carry load. You got a, like a Jack Campbell situation right there. Has he played more than 30 games in a season? No. No. I will give you that. But he was such a talented goalie in New York, and he's not going to get to play because you have the best goalie in the world there, and I'm not going to say Georgiev's going to be the best goalie in the world because we probably know that's not going to be true. But he is a very talented young goalie, and... Colorado saw a chance, and they signed him to a very they paid low deal. Yeah, they paid low for a low risk, high reward goalie. Basically, um, and I, I think, think they lost. I think it's going to be a big reward. I think they lost out there in the off season. They lost Kadri. I don't think they have as much power as they had. Yeah, but you have New Hook stepping into that Kadri role. That's big shoes to fill, though, man. I think this is the guy that you I, I had New Hook on my fantasy. I picked him because I'm hoping that he has a big breakout year. This is But this he's got is, big shoes to fill. Yeah, he's got big shoes to fill, but you still have the top you have still have the best defensive core in the NHL. Best offensive defensive core in the NHL. And you still have the best six defensemen in the NHL. Like as a group. Best Cal- numbers producing. Calgary Calgary can challenge that. Beat them five three. But Sure, game game two of the regular season. Calgary and Daryl Sutter, they're, they're looking sexy right now. So, anyway, I just, I think that 
when it comes down when the season gets rolling, Colorado will be the team to beat. And that'd be good. Talking about your Calgary, you know, they look good. Love Dale Sutter. But don't book the parade because that's not happening. Stampede City, get ready. Calgary Stampede and the Cup are going up together. No, 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 no. Wait for some big deadline acquisitions. You got Blair, you got Marek Srinne, you got a good defensive core, you got some solid balance stay up front, on you? Hubie dooby doo, Kadri, let's go. You, you were talking a little bit last episode about Nashville. Smashville. Nashville's not bad. Yeah. I, I gave him like two seconds worth of airtime. Well, yeah. Till they got <laughs> pumped by the stairs. Yeah, yeah. but I will say a uh, player on the team that looks really good right now is Nico Niederreiter. Mm. Big, uh, like, free agent acquisition for them. I think that he's looking incredibly well for, you know, signing to, I think, one year $2 million or one year $4 million. Pretty great deal so far for the Nashville Predators. Um... One other team that we have to kind of mention, I guess, because, you know. Can't not talk about them. Cannot talk about. Cannot not talk about them. Um, is good old Maple Leafs. The good old Maple Leafs. Now, they're 2 and 1 on the season. Um, partly because The Rock showed up and boosted the crowd. Toronto! <laughs> but I mean, how can you expect them to go deep this year? How? Like, how is the city of Toronto? It's all or nothing. After maybe. this fall. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Thinking You're about a wrong. championship with this team. Because like, this team is literally as good as any championship contending team. That's what people said last year. Johnny Ray here. He already called a repeat for Abs, calling an Abs Leafs final. No. I will not say Leafs will make the final. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you so adamant about him here in October? Because. The Leafs have a championship caliber team. Also, and I'm not gonna say you're different than any other year about the championship caliber teams that they put just together. different depth guys, different goalies. I mean, they're not finished yet. They're not. They're, they're not ramped. This isn't the Toronto team you're gonna see come March. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah, and I, I just I think they're also one of the best defensive cores in the NHL. God, Jake Muzzin was poor though in that home opener in the season opener against the Flames or the Habs. Yes, but who else on the team? I mean, Kelly Arncroke. Abe Kubels look good too on the back end. Mm-hmm. Angwell's always looking sharp. But no, this is this is a team that's not going to be done. You're going to see a completely different uh, look, I think, come trade deadline time. I think Dubas is finally going to be like. We gotta do. If I don't do something this year, my job's in the line. But so. they're not trading Nick Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Roberts. Yeah. They're not trading him. I That's their top prospect, and he was gonna make. He, he'd be on the team right now if it wasn't for salary cap issues right now. I could definitely see that. I think you could definitely see Willie Nylander possibly getting moved to free free up some money. You think? Well, they gotta. If they're gonna round out everything, he could bring in a lot of decent. Like, if they. Do enough moving, he could bring in a decent haul if they money everything right. I think you just said the key word right there. Money everything right? No. Hall. Justin Hall. Yeah, Justin Hall needs to go. Yeah. Jake Muzzin's been sketchy looking too, but uh, I just want to mention... Jake, Justin Hall needs to go. Like That's that's your issue on the back end, I think. 
like I said, they're not done by any means. This is going to be a big moving year for the Leafs. They're going to be sending a lot of stuff in, bring a lot of stuff in. One, one more thing, though. Has anyone here followed Overdrive memes? I have not. You got to look them up. They have a meme of a dude sitting in a hospital bed who's in a full body cast, and the caption simply just reads, Matt Murray after wearing skates for 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> he was the one thing the Ottawa DJ Smith, their head coach, had to say about Matt Murray. He was hurt all the time. That's all he had to say when they asked him about Matt Murray. Uh, and he plays one game in Leafs colors, and he's already on LTIR with a groin strain for four months, four weeks at least. He's out. And up comes Shalgren. Matt Murray hurt if he wears skates. Samson not looked decent so far though. So there's that. Well. You know where I'm gonna watch these uh, NHL games this season. Do they have big screens, Grant? They have big screens. Are they the biggest screens in Charlottetown? Uh, I, I know Factory's got a huge screen. Okay. <laughs> they got a projector. They got one of those. Well, you just movie gave you just gave it away, so. Yeah. Surprise is ruined. Hunter's Court. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring season three and last year season two. Anyway, let me tell you, folks, get down there, gang platter. That's that's the deal of the week. Okay, I don't even know if they have a deal going on on it, but it's the it's a value, all right? I mean, matzo sticks, onion rings, nachos. What you need for a game day. Exactly. Throw down the game day platter. Yeah. The game platter. You know what? Big you, game, big eats. Big game, yeah. big game, big eats, and, uh, you know, we'll just dive right into it. Well, you know where I'm going after this episode when we film? Where? I'm going to go watch that Philly-Dallas uh, game that's uh, happening tonight. Well, uh, I mean, I'd go replay or go rewatch your Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's get to it. So, just before we started filming this episode, while I was making some craft dinner, my cheese blew it. Like, two I don't want to say blew it. Two pick Mahomes. One pick in the end zone. One pick in the final drive. I hate um, Von. I hate Von Miller. I hated him when he was a Bronco. I hate him now as a Buffalo Bill. I hate that city. Why do you got to go through tables? Man, why are you covering yourself in mustard and ketchup in <laughs> negative degree weather in a city with a lake Because it's football, man! This guy does through tables. I yeah. hate Bill's Mafia. I, I hate my life. <laughs> well, he didn't have to go that far. <laughs> the, the, the sadness of a Chiefs fan who loses. Yeah, like, like you lose <laughs> one <laughs> game. You lose <laughs> one game, I'm done with my life. Okay. No, no, no. Five and two on the season, full to town. Four and two. Four and two. Four and five two. and two. Four okay. and two. Oh, they're four and two and five. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I don't hate my life. Mom, dad, I'm doing fine. I love this city. I love this province. I love this country. Oh, shout out to Grant's parents, by the way. Nice speeches. Love you. Thanks for the flags. Even though we're not Chiefs fans. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Lynette and Don. <laughs> anyway, thank goodness they sold their tickets for this game and skipped out on it because they were in for heartbreak tonight, and I'm glad they were home during it because that's the place to be. That's it's, the place to be, not the big screens. Uh, you know, if you're gonna lose that bad, just call it a night. That like, bad, twenty-four twenty. Yeah, like. Well, but okay. two pick Mahomes. Let me get to the bright side of this whole thing. Okay. Is we're a good football team. It's early in the year. It's not that bad. We can adjust. It's just some defense and offensive adjustments. Sounds Special like teams a, look good. Sound like a Broncos fan. Six yard right? field goal. I thought you were um, a three quarter team. Two quarter team. Oh yeah, you did say three quarter team. I did say three quarter team. Um, <laughs> we're a football team. 
<laughs> we qualify as that. We're a football team now. We are a good football team. Um, great is a strong word. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Depleted from years past. No, not depleted, but definitely they got to step some stuff up here. We, we got to make some adjustments. They just lost home field advantage. Yeah. We're the loudest stadium in the league. Like, we got to step up. Arrowhead show. Well, no, they just lost home field advantage. That's exactly what just week happened. Week seven. Did they? Uh, week yes. Six, sorry. Are we not predicting Bills versus Chiefs? Yeah. Yeah, we are. I guess, I guess we did. Do they meet again before the season's over? No. No, no, no. no. But, but they're like, meeting they, when the season's over. When they're meeting the when the season, but they don't meet again this regular season. No. Yeah. But, like... Playoffs, it will not be in Buffalo. Bills Mafia. Okay, Damn can we talk about the New York Jets? Because they're a great team. Well, both New York <laughs> teams won today. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're the Giants only have one loss this season. The, the New, New York, York Giants have one loss. Um, I mean, like, yeah. Beat the Packers. The Jets beat the Packers, the Giants... The Packers just lost to the Giants and the Packers in back-to-back weeks. The Jets embarrassed the Packers. 27-10. Yeah, well, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what's going on there, but... I'll be honest. I'm more surprised by Giants beating the Ravens. Yeah? But I am flabbergasted. Flummoxed. Absolutely freaking confused by the Jets being an okay football team. The Packers... Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Beats me, man. Beats me. Or no, sorry. Well, what's going on in the football world, man? Like, Devontae the, Adams oh, I'm is sorry. When did the missing. Jets get good? Devontae Adams is missing the Packers, and the Packers are missing Devontae Adams. How did the Buccaneers lose to the Steelers? Though? I need to... Yeah, what's going on in football today? What is going okay. on? Let's just think for a moment here, because three years ago, our teams were amazing. I Speak mean, for yourself. New England, Kansas City, Denver. I mean, Denver we, was not we amazing won, three years ago. We okay, won today. Not amazing, we but like today. a contender. Yeah. We won today. I just want to say that. So you today, can put yeah. me in this. We won two weeks ago. You're three and three. Pipe down. What are you? You're five and three. Yeah. yeah. You're 500 though, Justin. Like, you're not amazing. <laughs> you're four and Your two. Your third string quarterback is luckily not garbage. Oh, oh, he's a rookie too. Zappy. Yeah, he, he looks like Tom he, Brady and Mac Jones put together. So watch out. <laughs> so who did they play? Who they be? No, no, no. Who they be? I don't mean quarterback. Who they be? Cleveland. But I don't. You say Cleveland, do you? I don't. Without mean, Deshaun. Can Can you let me speak? Like, <laughs> just. Yeah, no Deshaun Watson. They're not no. They, they beat Cleveland. Uh, yes, they uh, beat Jacoby them. Jacoby Brissett in Cleveland. Them, I'll, by a lot. By a lot. 38 to 15, that's a pretty big number. Anyway, it's the scored, point was... Man. He threw it, two touchdown passes, the rest was running. Oh, my God. The point is... You're 500. He wasn't... I'm not saying he's Tom Brady or Mac Jones. That wasn't the You point. just said that... Was that I meant he yeah. looks like him. Like, looks. Oh, he sure, looks. sure. Justify it now. Have you guys not seen the comparisons all week? Patriots fans. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's disregard what you just said. Let's go back to earlier when you said, man, he looks like Mac Jones and Tom Brady combined. Like, as in the face! Anyone, no you, anyone listening to this would have known you were insinuating that he looks yes. like they're playing. If this was a court of law, like, behind bars. Jim, no. 
Boom. No, everyone knows that's a Patriots fan what I'd be talking about because... That you're 3-3 three and three and trying to justify a third-string quarterback taking you to the playoffs. If Atlanta Canada lost all its Patriots fans when they lost Tom Brady. We're going to the playoffs. Okay. We're going to the playoffs. We're better than the Broncos. We're 2-3. Two, 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 two more things. I hate Thursday night football. And will Philadelphia be undefeated? Thursday night football, the last two weeks have been unbearable. We saw I mean, the field goal game, and now we watch Commanders versus the Bears. And every Bears fan, as I just saw today, Bears fans snuggling up nice and tight in bed, knowing they can't disappoint, be disappointed on a Sunday, because they're already disappointed on a Thursday. I mean, Amazon's the real loser here. I mean, yeah. They spent their first year two hundred and seventy some million dollars to be I would have rather in the streaming issues, terrible marketing, and just terrible football games. Yeah, you're right. I think anyone would rather watch eighteen six hours worth of baseball than the last two Thursday night football games. Mm-hmm. And I speak as a Broncos fan who was quite disappointed with what he saw. Maybe. <laughs> you might be right. Okay. Tonight. Philadelphia faces off against the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. Who's quarterbacking for Dallas? Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott was announced inactive like an hour ago. Okay. Well, I was busy watching my two. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. Who's winning it? It's Rush Hour, baby. Oh, my Rush God. Hour. Are you serious? It's Rush Hour, baby. Are you serious? <laughs> nah, it just sounded fun to say. No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I if, think if you're you are, well, you're gonna sit there and say, "Oh I yeah, you're you're I like the way the Cowboys have been playing, up. but I also really like the Phil, the Philadelphia Eagles. I like Hurts and I like Devontae Smith what he's been doing. So I think it's gonna be a good game. Rush is not playing terrible. Give, what you're sit there and shake your head, Mister Zappy? Give give us a winner though. I like the Eagles. I like the Cowboys both. I think when it comes down to it, it looked like it was close predictions all week. I would give the edge to the Eagles this week though. Just the edge. I, the cap. Yes, it's no Prescott. Cooper's been decent though. Eagles and winning by double digits. You think? Thirty-seven, seventeen. Mm, I don't think it's gonna be. No, sorry, time. sorry. No, my bad. Thirty twenty points. Thirty-one, seventeen. The game. Cowboys' defense is still legit, dude. Two, Micah Parrish. TD score. I, I I get that. I have them in fantasy. You think I'm dreading tonight? Yes, I am. I got Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, and I have. The Dallas Cowboys is my defense. So, like, I need the Dallas Cowboys to get, like, five sacks and an interception and Jalen Hurts to run for, like, 200 yards. <laughs> Basically, that's <laughs> what I mean. See, you should have done what I suggested, is just sit the defense because Jalen Hurts is going to go off. It's already too late now. I told you this at noon. <laughs> I, I can assure you you did not tell me this at noon. Okay, whenever you got home, I told you this. Yeah. You had plenty of time. Anyway, I don't think they're going to win by that much. I'm predicting, let's go 27-14. Mm. That's a good score. Mm. I, I'd, I, say, I'd say you're looking at 27-21. Okay. Give him the extra time. Wow. What's that? I think we gotta give it to uh, Andrew Crane. I think we gotta give it to Andrew Crane. I think we gotta go watch this game because it just started. Yeah, gotta check in on our Yankees too, see if they're dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, 
to let you guys know, um, anyone watching this, next week will be a special week. Um, Big things to come, Waterboys fam. We can't let you know just yet. It's the biggest guest in Waterboys history. When we let you know, you're going to be surprised. You're going to ask yourself, man, how did did they get this person? We got we got some uh, some strings to pull. We got some, we're young somebody journalists cooking. We're building yeah. connections. Um, the pot is a stirring. Here's a hint. Don't even give a hint. <laughs> Don't even. Give we'll a get hint. we'll give a hint earlier next week. Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. We'll cook it up right before we shoot. Okay. Yeah, watch Instagram this week on Wednesday. Keep a close eye. Anyways. We are turning this episode to our friendly guest. Um, friendly, I shouldn't say friendly guest. The friendly friendly giant. giant. The friendly giant. giant. Yeah. Green giant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Andrew Crane, my teammate, my good buddy, coming on the show right about now. We're back with Andrew Crane of... Now the UBC Old Boys team out in British Columbia on the West Coast, from the East Coast to the West Coast. Andrew, how are we doing? Pretty good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Thanks for coming on, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Andrew is an old teammate of mine and current teammate with the Mudmen. Um, we'll get to some of his fantastic quotes later, but for right now, let's go back to the beginning. When did sports start for um, Andrew Crane? Probably in like, like my last year of kindergarten, I picked up hockey. Um, picked I, up hockey. Yeah. And I played hockey. Look at the, the size of you. I know. This is kindergarten, Jesse. This is kindergarten, yeah. <laughs> but I can just picture kindergarten, you're probably four feet tall. Probably something like that, yeah. <laughs> Five feet with the skates on. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I played hockey from like, from then on, from like, I played until my grade 12 year. Yeah. And then I finished it off like midget A. Yeah. So in between kindergarten and grade 12, we've got a laundry list of sports. We've got, I believe it's soccer was thrown in there. Or was uh, that just a men's league I'm thing? a one-year retired Timbeth. <laughs> one-year retired Timbeth. Okay. I know for sure we got baseball, hockey, football. What else are we missing? I'm sure um, basketball has been that much. I did basketball too yeah. whenever yeah. I was like younger, but I, I didn't really stick with it after like grade three. You do volleyball? Really? Um, I tried out for the teams in grade 11 and 12, and then I got cut both times, but I still had fun at the tryouts. <laughs> they cut you at volleyball? Yeah. Good old Colonel Gray yeah. cut you. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I said if I started at like grade 10, I would have made the teams, but after that I understood it was too late and there was more players to develop, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, let's get into rugby here. That must have started in high school, I'd say. Yeah, it started my grade 10 year. Yeah, well... Is that the first time you ever touched a... Ever touched a rugby ball. Really? It was grade 10, yeah. Yeah. I was 16. Yeah. So, let's see here. Uh, Played Colonel Gray. You won bronze in your last year, right? Yeah, grade 10 and 11, we won bronze. Okay, what about grade 12? Uh, No, there was COVID, so... COVID year, so that got taken okay. away. Well, you might, you might have got a, a bronze, but what was your record that year? Um, For grade 11? Uh, yeah, sure, we'll go with 11. I don't even remember. I think. Mm, well, how do you like this? I was, my team, grade 12, 0-6, silver medalists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Taylor. <Lord. laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the midst of high school, you played U16 Celtics. Yeah. Now, Celtics is a Nova Scotia team. Yes, it is. 
you're island born and raised. Yeah. Charlottetown your entire life. All day. <laughs> Why are you playing for the Celtics provincial team um, at 16? So there wasn't really like enough people for a U16 PEI team, so I think there's a couple of us that still wanted to play, so um, Noah Poirier, Isaac Arsenal, Ryan Murphy, they went and played with The Rock, and then me and Walker Harper, he's from up west, we went and played with the Celtics. Okay, anybody go play with the Spruce in New Brunswick, or did they not have the team either? I think one guy from Summerside went. Okay, so did you practice at all with the Celtics before playing? Nope. <laughs> um, showed up game day of Atlantic, never met any of the guys, and I just got thrown into a lineup. <laughs> and then we went and played Newfoundland later in the day. How was it? I thought it went well. Like the boys were like, really nice to me. We all gelled together pretty well. But the Newfoundland team was just always so strong. So did they say anything about you just showing up and cracking the lineup? I think some guys probably didn't like it that much, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd imagine. <laughs> I mean, you worked for a couple months at it. Yeah. So, like, U16, um, were any guys shocked when they saw you show up? Like, how big you were? Um, your size? I didn't really, like, hit a growth spurt in probably until, like, grade 11. Okay. That's when I really shot up. So I was probably, like, maybe 6'3 when I went and played with the Celtics. So, like, there was just a bunch of guys that were the same height as me. So there wasn't really a big size difference mm-hmm. that year. Yeah. All right. Speaking of size... We've got a short little game here that I want to play because you're known for your quotes, Andrew. Yeah. Playing with you, being around you, working with you for a couple shifts at the factory, I know your quotes are legendary to say the least. <laughs> and we got one in here about your size as well. So this game is called IG or IRL. All right, so your job is to tell me if these quotes are from your Instagram captions or in real life talking with the boys. So we'll start things off here. Bohemian Clapsity. <laughs> uh, that's Instagram. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's correct. Tell us about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, we, in grade 10, we met this guy, and he moved from Sackville, New Brunswick, to PEI. And um, he just started, like, hanging out with us. We all had classes with him. And he had this friend that played football for the Tantramar Titans, and all of his old friends played on that football team. So he was like, let's go to their like last game. I want to go see my best friend play. So we're like, yeah, okay, we'll come over with you. Like, so we went over to Sackville, New Brunswick, and he had this friend loose change on the team, Ethan Solonier. <laughs> and he, we watched the game, and we went to the, went to the football game. They ended up like blowing out the team, like, I think the score was like sixty-eight nothing. Like the team was crazy. Like, and I was like playing PEI football, so this was like crazy to watch. Yeah, I, like this is crazy. You're used to fourteen to seven scores, and you know, yeah. tightly contested eight man. Contested yeah. games. And I mean, other than Surrey, but well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but after that, we like went to like the after party for the football game, and. I don't think I can say this on camera. Like, this is, like, another one of the... All right, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll save this for another time. Anyway, you got that one right. Here's what we're getting to, the size. Uh, I'm not good, I'm just thick. Oh, um, so we were in the boy tournament. Well, real quick, is this Oh, this is Instagram. Well, or let me tell you right now, this is both. This is both, yeah. I've heard you say this in person. Yeah, so... Um, we were sitting on the bleachers, and there's like the rural team was behind us, and 
we were about to start warming up for a game, and like all the guys in the room, they're like, Andrew Crane's not that good. He's just big. <laughs> and um, we ended up washing the rural like 30 something to 10 in the bronze medal game. And then I just captioned the Instagram post. So I'm, I'm not good. I'm just thick. <laughs> With two C's, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one IG or IRL. This guy eats his coleslaw. Oh, that's in real life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Where'd you come up with that? Um, Popeye's bin? No, there's just like this joke where like, me and my friends were all like, coleslaw. That's like, I'm not getting. You're not getting a picture of me eating coleslaw. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be caught dead getting the picture of me eating coleslaw. <laughs> and then um, there's just this big guy in the bar, and I was like, that guy definitely eats coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, roughing the passer. Oh, um, whenever I was playing like IG or IRL, you're forgetting the name of the game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, that was Instagram. All right, that's just an Instagram caption. <laughs> yeah. Let's so, go Um, I always just like pride myself on like how good I was at like throwing a late hit on the quarterback mm. and then like <laughs> we were just playing a game and then I finally got caught for it I guess the refs just got fed up with it because I hurt the guy <laughs> and um how bad I don't know he played the next game I think okay. but so not that bad no he just got off the, he came off the field and didn't play the rest of the game and then I got the we got the penalty for us and I got a warning <laughs> alright last one I hear you say it all the time Dingleberry. Dingleberry? That's private. Yeah, alright. That's, that's private. In, that's in real life, but that's a private one. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a joke between me and some of my friends. Alright. Well, you say it to everyone. It's the most outside-inside joke ever, then. <laughs> <laughs> alright, so, after U16 Celtics, you went on to play U18 Abbeys. Yeah. You're back in, well, not back in PEI, but <laughs> you're back for PEI. Yeah. And uh, you won gold, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Who was coaching you then? Uh, James Woy. James Voy mm-hmm. went on to play with him later too, but tell us about U eighteen. Um, U eighteen was it was a lot of fun. Like we had a really, really good team. Everybody, everybody knew each other, so everybody was really good friends. But I don't know. There's just something about playing on like the home field for Atlantic's hosting. So we were like, we got to prove something. Yeah. All right. So looking at that coaching experience, was uh, Void a good like figure for you guys during that time at Atlantic's? Yeah, I think so. He really he really pushed us to like practice as hard as we could, play the best we could, and overall, I just think the boys really wanted to win it for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you go on to play senior men's yeah. for the Mud Men. It's just a storied program. You know, yeah. you got some great names there. Who sticks out in your mind from the Mud Men that helped you along with your career? Um, so it was like big, like probably the three big names were Liam Carter, Phil Lanthier, and Sean Doyle. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, Liam really, like, took me under his wing because, like, I was always trying to, like, play the positions that he was playing. So I really, like, based a lot of my game off, like, how he played. And yeah. that really, like, helped me a lot. Yeah. And then Bax, too, you went on for a ref and clinic. Yeah. Won't get into that, but uh, Ryan Lloyd helped you out there. Yeah. He or was it Ryan or Mark? Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Ryan. Ryan Lloyd helped show you the game there a little bit, too. Yeah, explained a lot of the rules that I never really understood. Yeah. So, when was it that you really started to, you know, think that you could actually play rugby really competitively? Um, Probably after my first season of Mudman. I was just like, I didn't make a transition that well from, like, high school to that, like, next level. Mm-hmm. So, it's just like, I was just lacking a lot of, like, fundamentals. Like, my tackling wasn't as good. And then... 
I'd always drop the ball. Like, that was a big thing. So then... Butterfingers. Yeah. yeah. Butterfingers, I guess. But I don't know. What did you do to, like, I mean, help that? Um, I texted our coach, Lee, and I was just like, for the off season, I was like, how do I stay in shape? Like, I'm looking to, I'm looking to up my game, pretty much. And he sent me to Synergy. Really? And, yeah. Yeah. And I started working out. I was getting trained with, training with, like, Kyle Robertson, yeah. um, Phil Galant, and Morgan Campbell. So they were really, like, I guess they got my body ready for, like, what I was trying to do. And then it was just, my brain had to catch up to everything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, we call Kyle Robertson biceps for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's training you at Synergy? Um, right now, I Mac Galant. Mac Galant? Yeah. He must be new, is he? Um, no, he's been there for a while, but he's oh. really, really shown me a lot of stuff and all the other boys that are there. Yeah. So it's good stuff. So you played Abby's this year as well. Yeah. Right? Out in Newfoundland. Yeah. That's got to be a fun trip. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so what what happened out there in Newfoundland, Newfoundland, I should say? Um, we came, well, I don't know if we came third or not, but we tied New Brunswick at the end somehow. Like an Atlantic tournament. Why do, you, why do you say somehow? They were not really like, they were never really like the best team, so mm-hmm. it was always like, New, no, it was always like PEI, Nova Scotia, and Newfoundland. It was just like basically who's going to go play Newfoundland in the t- like the final most of the time. But mm-hmm. like this year it was different. It was like anything goes, like any, it was anybody's game. And New Brunswick really like stepped up and they played really well. Why do you think Newfoundland is so good? Because, I mean... Because it's the rock, right? <laughs> I sure, uh, obviously, they have high school rugby, but when it comes to university rugby, they just have the one team that doesn't play anyone else all year besides the rock. Yeah. So, rugby must be like a religion over there, though. You see so many videos of it and stuff. Like, Alan Doyle has a music video where they're just playing rugby. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think they're just like... They have like better like programs to start up whenever players are younger. So I think you can get okay. into it like at a younger age, but here it's just like you start in grade ten, and then you go on from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to ask: Did you kiss the cod? I did not that time. No, but I went to Newfoundland whenever I was like, I think I was in grade nine. We went to Newfoundland for like a family trip, and then I okay. kissed the cod okay. then. Yeah. <laughs> well, as, as long as you do it once, you know that's yeah. fine then. But yeah. worth it. Overrated. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> so what was what was the best thing about this trip then? Um, I was nineteen first of all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, like it was just like a different game. It was like a lot faster pace, and it was just like really fun to see what like the next level had to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it is the best of the best in the Atlantic. So, yeah. Um, for Atlantic selects, obviously you didn't play on the team. No offense. No, I did not. <laughs> but. There's a lot of PEI names on the team. Yes, there is. Phil Lantier, number one. And he's got to be a big inspiration for you. You yeah. said he was for the Mudmen, but... No, he's a big inspiration for me. He really... He was another guy that really took me under his wing and yeah. just showed me that there's, like, more to the game than go. just, like, actually playing. Just, like, camaraderie and stuff, friendships. Now, I have to ask, has there ever been... So Taylor's, like, sitting over here saying it's the most friendly game ever. Has there yeah. ever been... A game where like you've like gone after someone like there's a just really made you mad that game or someone actually hit you like oh really trying to hurt you or... not really no. no like who do you hate playing though who do I hate playing yeah um probably the Halifax tires yeah I don't know, I don't know why it's just like 
I think it's just because they challenge you so much on the field. It's mm-hmm. just like they play really fast, so you like you're always like trying to match them and stuff. But like that's what I really like playing against them, though. And like, every go ahead. I hate it, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every last twenty minutes of a Tars game is violent. It's chippy. Yeah. Chippy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chippy. I know, like rugby game traveling sport, so no really no big trash talk going on. But have you ever, you know? Laid up the Andrew Crane trash talk. I'm a pretty. I like to think I'm a pretty like mouthy player. Cheerful boy. Yeah. Yeah. Anything sticks out in your head? Um. Welcome to hey. Bahomey and Clap City. <laughs> no. Um. Nothing much really. Just like some guy like try to like late hit me or something or finish his hit. It's just like well, hit me with your purse a little harder next time. Just <laughs> like stupid stuff like that. <laughs> okay, so let's get into UPEI now. Because you're wearing the quarter zip, yeah. but you're not playing for us this year. No. <laughs> because you're going out to BC. Yeah. To play for the old boys for UBC, which yeah. is Canadian Premiership. Yeah. Which is kind of a step under the MLR. Um, I think so. Like, I feel like a lot of people get like picked out more out of that league because it's like it's more broadcasted, like, and that's like the Rugby Canada hub is in Vancouver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. What led you to go out there? Um, not really sure. Um, I think just we got a message one day of a couple of the boys, and it was just a coach reaching out saying that like he's coming to Atlanta, Canada, and he mess like I guess our coaches picked a few players to develop more, and we just got sent, picked. I guess luckily, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna go out there and live in a hostel. With all rugby players, yeah, <laughs> out in Vancouver, yeah. Like, what's the excitement level? Um, I'm pretty excited to get out there and just start working. Pretty much, like, are you nervous? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty what, nervous. What's scaring you the most? Um, what's well, I'm always like a I'm a pretty pretty big player over here, but then over there it's like I'm just gonna be another another guy. You gotta prove yourself. I gotta now. prove myself now. You're starting from square one almost. Yeah. You've developed so much. much over here, now you gotta go over there and remake that name. Yeah. 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 Well, you've had a lot of good coaches. Yeah. I'll show you the way. Um, Ian Barnes, Lee Reed, James Voy. Does one of them stick out in your head more than the other? Um, or are they all equal? They're all equal. Like, they all played their own, like, really special roles for me. Mm-hmm. Like,. Lee was always, like, the motivational guy. Like, he'd always hype me up. And then Boy would always be the guy to, like, crack down and be, like, focus. Like, and then Ian would just show you, like, little tricks to, like, help you get by in the game. Once you get past his yelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, looking at going to UBC, did, how was the recruiting process when he came out to Atlanta, Canada, to look at you guys? Um... We sat down and he just like asked us like what we want out of the what we want out of it and if we're ready and asked us like general questions if we have any like like requests for jobs or anything. And did you guys get to play a game in front of him while he was here? No. I think he just saw like film. Oh, okay. Just like little snippets of us playing. <laughs> okay. So, little highlight so reels I'm here. Not, there. I'm not really sure if he, so even he saw anything. So he hasn't seen the crane machine yet. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the final five questions. Viewers of the show, subscribers of the show, which reminds us, if you haven't liked and subscribed, go ahead and do that now. (laughs) But subscribers of the show know this as the lightning round. 
Five questions, each getting a little bit harder, but they are the easiest questions of the show. So let's get it started here. Working out at the spa or the Synergy? Um, well, I left Synergy last year whenever my membership expired. I just kind of wanted to go out and do my own thing. So I was at the spa from last January until a month ago. Yeah. So you played one season with UPEI and got some experience there. So UPEI or Mudmen? Um, Which one's more fun? I hate to say it, but I had a lot of fun playing with UPEI. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Playing against New Brunswick instead of Nova Scotia. Why do you say I hate to say it? Like, I don't know, it's like, it's like my club team, like, I love playing with them, but there's just something about, it was just like, all guys in the UPI team, it was just all the same age group, mm-hmm. so it was just like... You can bond more almost. Yeah, yeah, there's like, I think that's how like, a lot of the core friendships were made, yeah. like, the Div 2 team and such. Okay, so two very different coaches. We choose Coach Voy or Coach Lee Reed? Mm. Coach Voy, I'd say. Yeah. Bit more of the serious instead of the motivational. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Prince Edward Island or British Columbia? Hmm. I don't know. Yes, like <laughs> first of all, you've never been there. I've never been there at all. You haven't been there? No, never. First time out in BC. First time in the So you have, you didn't even get to go on a visit or anything. No, you no, were, no, just. You just signed a ticket to paradise, aren't you? Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. How about this then? PEI or Newfoundland? Rock or Diet Rock? Rock or Diet Rock? <laughs> rock or Pebble? Uh, I'm going to have to go with PEI. PEI? Yeah. <laughs> go rock with the bird place. <laughs> Say choice. <That's> <laughs> All right. What? Hey, tell me I'm wrong. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> high school football or high school rugby? High school yeah. rugby for sure. Really? Yeah. Because you were a football machine, man. Yeah, I, pl- I played for like, I played six years. Yeah. So, oh, wh- why? still choosing rugby? Um, I don't know. It's just... More love for the game? More love for the game, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it on this episode. <laughs> uh, you boys, we, we ended off with a grantism. Haven't had one in a while, so uh, what more Rock or pebble. Boulder rock. <laughs> what more could you ask for this kid? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'll let you know where you can find us, because Grant might have to throw a pebble at the camera while we're at this. Since yep. we're on a pebble, apparently. You know it. <laughs> anyway. Sandstone's not a rock. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> anyway. We are above water. That is what matters. <laughs> That's the definition of an island. <laughs> um. Anyways, we're we are on YouTube where you're probably watching this, or Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and then you can go to Instagram, follow us on the official Waterboys podcast, or the Waterboys underscore media for Instagram, then the official Waterboys podcast for Twitter, and also Facebook. Now, I mean. We, we do have a big guest coming on next week. Um, Stay also, can't let you know. You Stay tuned. Also, we do have some merch, I guess. Uh, Diet these, merch drop. These glasses you see right here, um, we will be talking about these later in the week, uh, probably when this episode goes up. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll be a lot for sale. Yeah. Um, We've got Thunder mugs and... Little rocks glasses. Yeah. Hey, it's sick. Um, so, I mean, Grant, I mean, 
It's episode 35 or something now. Uh, I think you know what to do with the crowd. I think I do. 